Hey everybody, it's Thursday and it's time for another Kingdom of Loathing podcast. I'm your host, Jalk. And I'm Ralph. And I'm Ah, sweet. What, what uh, guys, was that? We got st- <laughs> w- this is coming to you from an alternate dimension. Oh, yes. okay. Elizabeth opened a tear, and I was like, oh man, I want to watch Return of the Jedi in French. Yeah. And then I went in there, Revenge and of the my Jedi, name was all fucked actually, up. In that well, it was Revanche. Right? Yeah. That might have been the French title, for all we know. <laughs> Were you in France in 1988? No, no, I suppose yeah. I was not. I thought so. What about you, Hot Stuff? Were you in France in 1988? Uh, 1998. Oh. Okay, well, I'm pretty sure Revanche du Jedi was not playing anymore <laughs> at that time. I mean, I'm sure somebody was playing it somewhere, but but not uh, not on its initial release, I'm guessing. Sure, sure. sure. Um, how you guys been? Yeah, all right. Yeah, I'm okay. I'm I'm back in the the Chai Town, uh, trying to get word realms done. Uh, we're we're on the last steps. It's, it's chugging along. Now instead of being perpetually two months from release, we're perpetually two weeks from release. <laughs> oh, I mean, well, yeah. that's an improvement. <laughs> yeah, we're we're getting there though. We are we're getting there. The uh, the executable works more or less. We've we've got. Uh, signed code certificates. Um, cool. What else? It's, like, it's just a bunch of like random crap. Like m- turning it into an executable made a bunch of things break that we've mostly fixed, and then there are just some like lingering bugs that we're trying to fix up, and then uh, finishing up like adding sound effects is the primary thing, I guess. And then we're then we're done. I think maybe. Yeah, I don't know. Cool? Yeah. That's not cool. It's cool. Fuck am I kidding? It's a good um, game. It's a good game. Mm-hmm. What uh, have you... Well, we can't talk about what we've been doing in KOL. Uh, no. No, we can't. Yep. I've, I'm, I'm working on a bunch of a- emanations. I'm, uh, emanations? You're emanating a few things? <clears throat> I'm not 100% sure that we're going to be able to get all this stuff done by tomorrow. Uh, progress is moving a lot more slowly than I had hoped well, this week. I'm willing to work Saturday if you want. I, I can work all day Friday and Saturday with no reservations. Sure, but you could work all day today and yesterday and the day before and the day before that. I had to take most of yesterday off, uh, but today... Because the wind, the wind was blowing you around. Exactly. Ah, the winds of fate. The winds of change. Mm-hmm. I'll, I'll tell I'll tell you more about this story later, but today I saw a sewer system so full of water that water was shooting out of the sewer grate. Sweet. Yeah. Huh. How high? Uh, like six or eight feet. No, wow. were, I meant were you. Oh. Well. <laughs> six or eight feet. Six or eight okay. feet. Yeah. <laughs> oh, wow. So that's uh, like either not at all. Or just barely, <laughs> depending on how tall you are. Um, well, uh, I mean, do if you guys... he was lying down, that'd be quite a lot. Oh, okay. I guess I guess that's true. But but we're not talking eight miles high. <laughs> no. right? We're not talking as high as Kenny Rogers was when he stopped in to see what condition his condition was in. <laughs> true. You were in no danger of cutting your mind on a jagged sky, is what I'm saying. Yes. 
that is in fact what I'm saying. I just did. Yeah, guys, you want to answer questions? Uh, so we, uh, I, I asked people to submit one or two or a hundred questions, and two people yeah. submitted a hundred questions. Oh, and so great. on the Monday show, we answered a hundred questions, and that pretty much took it up. So now we can answer the other hundred okay. once we get to them. Grimmy writes, uh, "Just an exhausted mind of curiosity. What do you guys do to recruit new KOLers? I'm always glad to see them pop up, and I'm curious as Pray. To, curious to know what you do to spread the word about this game. Nothing." Basically, um, yeah, basically zero, right? Like we It never because it never works. Like active efforts to promote KOL never accomplish anything well, except wasting a I bunch mean, of our time and money. We don't do much. Like we we put some we tried it in a we put some like what, words in a bag in GDC not GDC uh Gen Con and we had a booth at Comic-Con <clears throat> and that's it. <laughs> right? Right. Well, because both of those things, which seemed like things like Gen Con, there were a ton of people at Gen Con who didn't know about KOL that would have liked it. But the only way to communicate with them is by putting an additional piece of garbage into the bag of garbage that they hand you at the beginning of (laughs) of a convention. Like, I don't think that KOL is a thing that can be promoted. I think it is a thing that has to be has to be evangelized to you because somebody that you trust has to convince you that there is something to it because it looks it looks like at best a joke and at worst a scam yep <clears throat> so we recruit new KOLers by asking people who like KOL like you to tell your friends we, but we don't ask them to tell their friends well right, I like, did just now so. I, I think we have not even bothered trying like we talked once or twice about the idea of like integrating something where you could you know facebook post or tweet something that was particularly funny with like totally optional thing that you could turn on right to do that sure but every so as far as we can tell every minute that we have ever spent doing anything on facebook has been a complete waste of time and money what what does that mean like what do you mean as far as we can tell so Having going from not having a Facebook presence to having a Facebook presence that we pay a dude to spend time working on has done exactly shit for bringing new users. How do you know that? Okay, I guess you're right that it might have been declining faster if we hadn't done it. Well, that's that's what I'm saying, right? Like we have we have no metrics. Like I I, I just don't know. Like we have metrics for. Um, the Gen Con thing, right? Like, because we we know how many people, like, redeemed the code that we put in the bag, right? Like, and it was something. what, like a tenth of a percent? Uh, it wasn't. I don't know if it was that bad. It was. It was like around one percent, right? Which was terrible, terrible return for, for that kind of thing. Um, but. Like, we have no idea whether anyone finds our game through Facebook, you know, like there are occasionally things that pop up, like how did you find KOL? And people have found us through, uh, you know, Frontalots songs, you know, people have, have definitely found us through internet forums and stuff like that. Like, I don't think it's impossible that some people have found us through Facebook. Right. But we haven't actually tried to do any kind of Facebook integration that's actively like promotional, right? Like it's just, kind of fan service at this point. I, I'm just saying that I don't think we have tried anything resembling like a traditional method of trying to promote KOL. Like we've never taken out 
ads, like web ads on web comics. Seems like a totally reasonable way that we could have tried to promote KOL, but we just never were interested in that. So I guess I guess five percent of the Gen Con. Okay, so yeah, I mean, like that's still really low, but. You know, it was it was a number. Right, and even if all of those represent, if every single one of those represented a user that donated once, I don't think it would have paid for doing that. Really? Yeah. I mean, I don't remember how much it cost, but I remember it being a big hassle and costing a lot more than we thought it was going to because of the way that we had to have it done. Yeah. <laughs> You know, I'm not trying to be all down on this. It's just, it's seriously, like, we have never had any control over KOL's popularity. And... Oh, sure. I'm not saying we have any I control don't, over it. I don't... I, I'm, I, like, I'm not saying... I, and I feel like every every calorie that we burn trying to exert control over something that we have demonstrably, demonstrably never had an iota of control over is a waste of time. I, I That is, like the worst fallacy of like well it didn't work once so it will never ever work right like you know i think you kind of have to keep trying especially when you're trying to like make a name for yourself in a world where there are a thousand times as many people trying to make a name for themselves right like we've i i I don't think we're in any kind of dire straits we already have an audience right like we're we're not stressed out about like getting the word out in like a vacuum right right i mean i sure so uh we have not really put a lot of effort into promoting kol that's not that's not our style now you know we maybe we'll try it someday but we've never we've never really put a ton of effort into it i don't think uh, Cannonfire40 writes, I asked on the Wednesday show, and I'll ask again, are you recording? Yeah, yes, man. Now that I've gotten the obligatory out of the way, two shows in a row, questions. You couldn't answer last time, so retrospective on the C? <laughs> uh, if you can't give one because content is still not out, when's the next update and when can you answer that question? Probably Friday. Uh, fuck, maybe. I don't know. Or I don't Saturday. think we're, Yeah. Uh, we're close. Uh, why are Merkin their own phylum? Uh, just because I wanted them to be? Do you refer to phylums as categories? I think I've heard that on the show before. Yeah, that's what it is in turn. That's what the database field is called, and that's what the field in the spindler is. Uh, speaking of phylums, how did you decide which uh, what defined each one? I get humanoid and fish and easy ones like that, but pirate and hippie and orc? Mind talking some about that? And also uh, when it was added slash who suggested it? Well, it's basically just volume of those guys, right? Yeah. We got I mean, a lot of hippies. So. I had a rough idea of how many of the categories that I wanted, and the idea of, like... I mean, a sword that does plus five damage against hippies is funny, mm-hmm. and there are enough hippies that that could be a thing, and so... There are a lot of fucking hippies in the game. Yeah. Yep. And there's gonna be more. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Speaking of Merkin, I can currently fill almost all of my equipment slots with items beginning with Merkin. We need a Merkin back item and a Merkin familiar equipment. Please make these happen. A Merkin back item could be aftercore only or C-oriented, perfect for the slot, and Merkin familiar would be the best thing ever. Thoughts? Yeah. Plucky says, so how would the sea content end? Would it end at the Merkin temple? Has everything passed Grandma part of the Sea Monkey quest so far? What? Has everything passed Grandma part of the Sea Monkey's quest so far is not a sentence. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, would it be superstitious to assume a uh, bunch of spoilers? Sure. 
Sure. <laughs> so yeah, to alleviate the problems in said spoiler, uh, wait a minute. Okay. All right. So he's he's uh, he's extrapolating out a bunch of uh, a, a bunch of different uh, parallel timelines in the KOL continuity based on uh, world events. Mm. Oh yeah. Huh. Okay. Um, hey guys, says Arius Valar, nifty new sea stuff. Looking at the image for the dive bar, the building has the same texture as the sea floor itself. Is it transparent or camouflaged for some nefarious purpose? It's just dirty. <laughs> is what I was going for. Uh, Volk says, why are chocolate items that give adventures, such as chocolate class weapons, uh, classified as potions? They seem to be more like miscellaneous consumables, similar to spleen items. You know, I don't know. That's a good question. Do they not give an effect? They do. Um, yeah, I don't know. That does seem like a weird decision on my part uh, because those chocolates required a lot of additional functionality in the generalized potion code system. Hmm. Um, so that was a little goofy. Glebe says, what percentage of all feedback and questions and complaints would you say boils down to these numbers are too big or small? I, comparatively little. Depends on how far you want to boil something, right? Because if you boil things down <laughs> far enough, it's all just exchange of information bits, right? And I think you could argue that any statement or question is asking or stating that uh, your your response should be higher or lower in number in some sort of binary configuration, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. The, the ASCII that adds up to the name of this item that drops was not the ASCII that adds up to the name of the item I wanted. Sure. Okay. And I can, I can hear myself in, in my ears from your headset or whatever. Kevin. I think that that might be uh, just Skype oh, okay. acting goofy. I don't think that it's going to be echoey. I hope shouldn't be my my uh, headphones are buried deep within my head <laughs> it just ha yeah it just happened all of a sudden and it, uh, yeah nothing on my end changed so whim says hey jack does the naughty sorcerer have a name what about the other characters do you guys write anything beyond what gets shown in the game sometimes we write stuff and it gets thrown away or sometimes we write stuff and it just sits there for years without <laughs> being implemented um is naughty not her first name the Nadia. Is, the is her first name. Nadia. Yeah, Nadia. Nadia the sorceress. sorceress. Yeah. That's not really canon. <laughs> uh, Ultabot says, one, have you guys considered adding a shoes item slot to characters instead of using an accessory slot like it is now? What about a glove slot? You know, you I don't want to get too shoes. crazy with that shit. I, I have considered, like, making all shoes items a mutex set mm. of accessories. You could wear one of one and one of the other. I mean, I feel like clown shoes shouldn't be in part of that set because they're so large. You can put them over regular shoes, right? Uh, yeah, but you could say the same thing about, like, extra small shoes. Yep. Right? They could go inside regular shoes. Okay, so, so here's what we're going to do. Three different shoe slots. Right. <laughs> extra small shoes. Shoe liners. So no, socks, shoe liners, insoles, shoes, yeah. and shoelaces. Shoelaces, Interchangeable yeah. shoelaces. Yep. Oh, man. And then someday, shoe protectors. Yeah, galoshes, those, like, overshoes. Man, yeah. someday, an RPG with a thousand inventory slots. All of which are actually, we should We should do like, that. gear. Left yeah. wristwatch face, yeah. one. <laughs> Left wristwatch face, two. <laughs> Left wristwatch band, one. Oh, man, because everybody's, like, swatches. Yeah, everybody can wear, yeah. Six on each arm. 
Jelly bracelet one, jelly and, bracelet two, and then you need Prince to, Albert. You need to have like character models that actually show every single piece of gear that you've got on. Just this pile of stuff. You can't even see the guy's face anymore. That would be sweet. Number two, have you guys considered adding a first-person shooter minigame where clannies can play paintball or laser tag with each other? Perhaps a new dungeon? Um, no. Uh, have you guys considered a business plan where players can opt in, which can't afford to donate, to have ads displayed on the game, and when they have $10 credit, they can cash out in the form of Mr. Accessories? Uh, this would be no loss to you because you sell them a digital item and the profit actually goes to you by means of the sponsor. This will both bring real money to support the game and allow poor players with time on their hands to keep up with Mr. Store Gear. I think that given the amount of money that gets generated by a single person looking at ads, it would take a thousand years yeah, for one yeah. person to generate $10. Internet ads are pretty yeah. crap. It's like half a cent per page view. And that's that's even before you... Mm, I thought it was five... I thought that $5 per thousand views was... Was standard. Was was really good. Yeah. I don't know. I'm basing it on that Ben Kuchera article. And then, yeah. And then you have to assume ago. that the people who take this option are not using an ad blocker. Did, and, did you just say $5 per thousand views? For, for thousand views? I thought so, but... So when I said half a cent per page view... Oh. Right. Well, I can't do math. Yeah, no. No, no, no. I cannot, I cannot express how impractical and gross yeah. that is. What's a word that, what is a word that is a combination of impractical and gross? Grimpractical. Grimprastical. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, we, we are anti-ad, I think. Wirt Perch says, so what's the story with the vampire cape slash shirt slash collar? It was a decent shirt. Why not revert it to that? <laughs> There's your Okay. Answer. Fart noise. Uh, Glebe says, you know what would be awesome? If a mall search indicated when a store belonged to a clanny or dude on your contact list. I'd like to spend my meat on somebody I know, all other things being equal. Also, is it just me or does this dude look like an ass with wings? <laughs> it's just you, Glebes. I think you see asses everywhere you look. Yeah, that's your one weakness. I think it is because you have an ass in your eye. <laughs> Isn't that one of the, the early versions of Nightmare? <laughs> is it? No. Yeah, probably. Man, we did a bad job on that. Remove, remove <laughs> the the ass in your eye before you ask your brother to remove the fart in his. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, man. My brother hated it when I would fart in his eye. <laughs> uh, he hated it so much that he pulled a butterfly effect and went back in time and made it so he never even existed because wow. he was so, so tired of me farting in his eye. I can only assume that there are an infinite number of parallel realities in which that is true. <laughs> oh, I thought you said there, there were an infinite number of siblings that you might have had. Oh, well, that too. All yeah. killed themselves. That too. There is one reality in which I have an infinite number of siblings, all but one of which went into a different parallel reality to wipe themselves out of existence because of me farting in their eyes <laughs> all the time. If I had just followed Riff's advice and pulled the ass out of Glebe's eyes... <laughs> Never would have had this problem in the first place. Hey, Chicken Scully says, Jizmulu123. I don't like PvPing, but I do want the plus 10 HP slash MP passive skill book, so I held my nose and broke my hippie stone this season. After getting a bunch of items stolen from me, I wised up and closeted everything. It's a pain in the ass, but it also means I've stopped losing items, mostly. Here's the problem. I have a Game Informed Daily Power Magazine subscription. Every single day, the magazine is stolen from me because it's the only stealable item I have in my inventory. Is there any way you could make it either so? One, pen pal items can't be stolen. I've also lost a ton of boxes of Pokemon Band-Aids. Or two, pen pal items don't hit your inventory until you log in. It is already the case that pen pal yeah. items don't hit your inventory until you log in. Yeah. Um, so, so you're done. just getting them stolen like 
immediately after logging immediately, in. Or, or yeah. you have them from yesterday and you don't and you haven't noticed them. Mm. Yeah. Um, uh, man, that's that's rough. Mm. I, you know what? I think what most people do, and what you should also potentially consider doing, is anything that you don't care about leaving your inventory. Just have a, like have some junk items in your inventory. Yeah, yeah, if yeah. Because I mean, even if you, if you pad out your inventory with a bunch of like honeypot garbage, then you'll have a easier time of that. Uh, they is says, can the clan amenities on the recruiter page get updated? All the VIP stands pool table items in the ball pit don't show. Oh yeah. Uh, they is says now that the moisture oyster is uncopyable, can it be set to auto populate in Manuel? It can only be fought once every three hundred and twenty to four hundred turns, provided you get a second semi rare between it. No, that's. No. I mean, there auto are populates in- are for like once per ascension stuff. <clears throat> yeah. Not, if you can fight it multiple times, then that's yeah easy. Uh, will you make the VIP room bigger or dig out a back room or something else once the next item fills the last spot? Hell, I don't know, man. <laughs> Maybe the next VIP item is a door. Yeah. To sure. another room. Yeah. 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 And then a key to that for sale for one Mr. Accessory. Uh-huh. VIP, <laughs> VIP room. Yeah. <laughs> this club is too popular. VI, VIP. VVVVVVIP room where you can go and play. No, going back. Sandwich Dew says, "Here's a few questions for you. One, Jake, you mentioned on last Thursday show that you didn't quite get why folks are suggesting a link between mysticality and initiative. Narratively, I see it as mist augmenting your sixth sense, third eye, second butt, whatever, whatever hippie cosmic oatmeal cookie thing you want to call it, which can alert you to a monster's presence and thus let you get the drop on them. No, I, I, I understand that. I probably could have." I probably could have said that same thing, so I don't know what I meant when I said I didn't understand why people were suggesting a <laughs> a link. I'm just saying, like, having monsters have a missed stat that was their initiative wouldn't really work the no. way that we want it to because there's not enough of a there's not enough of a spread in initiative mm. values. Well, also, would it really change anything? I mean, what would I mean, we'd want like we'd want wizards to have a high mist stat, and they don't necessarily—they're not necessarily fast, right? Yeah, like, not every wizard them. is a speed wizard. Right. <laughs> I mean, there's a bunch of things that are supposed to be fast that are also <clears throat> unmagical. Or not every wizard or goes whiz <laughs> because they're moving so fast. <laughs> Two, you also mentioned last Thursday lack of excitement over new sea content and wondering why that was the case. Uh, I think it's because the sea content is garbage bullshit. I like the bit that I wrote yesterday. Yeah, so do I. Thanks. It's pretty good. Uh, for me, I've only dipped my toe into the sea since ascending, and perming skills is my current goal. My thoughts on the sea and clan dungeons is that I can always explore them after I've permed all the skills. My attitude to aftercore content has resulted in me missing out on things like Elf Alley and the sorority house, but I'm okay with that. With that in mind, will there be any limited time content in the sea updates, or will I be able to take a leisurely swim later and not miss out on the sweet, sweet content? I don't think there's any limited time content unless we do a world event down there to yeah to really encourage people which is a pretty good idea now that you mention it sandwich do so everybody can thank you for that later it's only going to be there for an hour so you guys better level up now <laughs> set an alarm for once an hour to wake you up and never spend any turns any other time i don't know why i'm talking like this Three, are there any thoughts on adding mcd-dependent conditional drops to some of the newer bosses in the game yeah man i had this whole plan and then it was awful. <laughs> I got I got fed up with arguing with Dev about how I was doing it and gave uh, up many years ago. Well, yeah, because you were going to revamp 
the, how it worked for all the bosses. Yeah, and I just I picked a shitty one to start with. I picked one that was impossible to balance. Right. Um. So yeah, I mean, I basically do want to fundamentally change the way the mind control device works on bosses, make it a lot more important in terms of their stats, and uh, make it actually hard to fight them. Yeah, make it actually hard to fight them, but make it so you get all of the like. Take take the available drops that the bosses have and make it so you get all of them that you qualify for, hmm. right? But make it so, like, plus 11 monster level is actually plus 1,000 power and defense against the, oh, boss against the bosses or whatever. Or, like, you know, from 7 or higher, they become stun resistant or whatever. Like, just act- actually okay. make it hard to do it and make that, you know, so that, you know. But then it's like, well... Right now, there are ascension-relevant drops from the bosses, and so you have to be able to do those if you're in hardcore. And I'm like, at this point, I'm like, you know what? No, you fucking don't. You guys will live. Yeah, I think I should do that. Yeah, still. I think it sounds that's interesting. I like the idea of them being affected by the mind control differently from normal monsters. I like the idea of them getting actual different abilities yep. at higher levels. That's yeah, pretty. Cool. I really like that too because that's actually a way to. In, inject a lot more personality into the bosses. Yeah. Four, is the asymmetric crew coming to DragonCon again this year? I don't know if I'll be there this year. If I can, I will definitely buy each of you a drink. Hmm? I don't know. I don't I don't think I'm going to DragonCon this year. Really? Yeah. I mean, I, I, I enjoyed it last year, but I I uh, I didn't enjoy it enough to pay that as much money as I paid to do it. So it I, I would go again <laughs> if the company's buying, but... It is... See, ironically, Getting we would have paid for it last crowded. year if you had asked, but I'm not going to this year. If you ask. So, gift of the Magi. Also, I sold my hair um, to, to buy you this cosplay wig. <laughs> it's getting very crowded, um, which and doesn't make the next sentence I'm going to say make any sense, but I'm, I'm thinking of maybe going to PAX this year instead. Huh. You've never been to PAX, so you do not yet hate PAX. Okay. That is also true. Yeah, everybody should go to PAX at least once. Although, hmm. Everyone should go to PAX at least once the first year that PAX happened. Yeah. (laughs) Everyone should have gone to one of the first two or three PAXs. It already sold out, so unless I can get there through some non-conventional means I'm not going this year. Oh, man. Uh, If you are at PAX, can we start referring to you as K-PAX? Yes. Yes, you can. Nice. Uh, will you teach us le- lessons about life and love from beyond the from beyond the stars? Yes. Okay. Um, will you like eat a banana wrong, and it will be real cute? <laughs> Stinko Man eighty seven says, "Will the last update to the sea involve a link in the go to this locations drop down like all the other areas? It'd be even nicer if we could skip straight to the subsection containing the briny deeps, just passing straight by the old man after we've talked to him." You can? Um, after you finish the old man quest, there is an area on the map that's clickable to go to that area. It's left. The the square on the map is divided into two sections. See, that's so, pretty sneaky. Yeah, it is. Uh, Frog the Hero says, You've said before that some things, like naming this game the Kingdom of Loathing, was easy back when you didn't think anybody would care, but would be difficult now when you're oh-so-famous and successful because you'd be too worried about getting it wrong. Have you come up with new ideas that you've shelved because of that reason? Uh, have you considered revealing slash publishing new ideas anonymously, as the internet allows us to do so easily, so that it wouldn't matter if you got it wrong? Would it still be difficult despite anonymity because of KOL success? No, I don't know that there's anything else that's... Uh, 
We have a hard time naming things, but I'm never going to not do something because I can't come up with a name for it. I'll just do it with a shitty name that I hate, like <laughs> Word Realms. You've got you've named some other things that are pretty pretty good. <clears throat> I'm thinking of I'm thinking of a project that you've undertaken on your own. Oh yeah. The Adventures of Shane Fart, right? That was Riff. That was a collaboration between me and Riff. I still want to make a game called Fang of the Shit Lord. Oh, that's interesting. Wow. Yeah. Um, Glebe says, what's up with the pre-grower Icy Peak? It doesn't function like a normal zone. Adventure again, choice in the combat action bar doesn't work. Doesn't show up in the last adventure link. Uh, I thought you were shying away from adventuring areas that didn't function like normal zone. Well, it's not a zone, right? It's, I think what happened... Well, the problem with is the players have no idea, right? Like, it to a player, it, it it looks like a zone, so they're confused that it doesn't act like a zone. Right. Well, so here's the, here is what happened there. That fight, when it was coded initially, did not have the bodyguards to begin with, right? It didn't have the. It wasn't a you fight some yetis and then you fight Groar and then the zone changes it was you click it and fight Groar and then the zone changes so like a thing that only has one encounter in it and it's only there if that boss is alive it just makes no sense for that to be a zone Mm -hmm. I guess it could be yeah I mean maybe you know maybe I maybe I should do it that way like it seems to be kind of half and half like I made the boss bat layer a zone and then that caused a ton of problems Right with like, oh, right. goofy behavior of people like banishing stuff and it, like, you know, you being able to get it into a position where there's a zone but there's no available encounters. <coughs> I think that that's all pretty much taken care of. But like, if there is a thing that you click on it and one of five things happens, it is very easy to just make that some code that runs and then gives you what it's supposed to give you. And it's very difficult to set up a bunch of super likelies that do specific things based on different flag states or whatever. Although that said, there is that eval block when you click on a zone now that could handle a lot of that stuff. A lot of the same stuff. Yeah, although it probably wouldn't, like, set your last adventure and stuff. If, If a fight started in that code block, it would be exactly the same as it is now. Because that fight would happen instead of you actually adventuring in the zone. Huh. Beowulf says, regarding Mr. slash Miss A, perhaps the description can read, tired of people trying to persuade you to get rid of your Mr. A for new shinies? Perm it instead as the prettier Mrs. A. Uh, The idea of perming it might be easier to grasp that you're removing it from the trading functionality. Mm. I don't believe that anyone has ever looked at that and thought that they would be able to trade a Miz accessory for an item in Mr. Store. I honestly just don't fucking believe you when you tell me that. I was going to say, we've people have said that. So I don't think that they have said that they believed. I think they have said that they bought a Miz accessory and then they regret it and they wish that it was tradable. <laughs> but they didn't say that they bought a Miz accessory because they assumed that they would be able to use it as currency. Because why the fuck would you assume that? Well, I mean, like, maybe they were surprised that they couldn't. I think I feel like that's how it's been phrased in my memory. I don't think that that's true. I think that this is a thing that people like expect that there. I think that people are saying that some theoretical person is confused by this being accused of being deliberately misleading by saying that it's like identical to that. It's like a Mr. A. 
Like, that is like suggesting that any accessory that gives plus 15 to all stats should be spendable as currency in Mr. Store. Mm. Right? I mean, it, I think that what I'm going to do is I'm going to make the Miz accessory a meat farming accessory, give a month, like, grace period if you want to trade it back for a Mr. Accessory. It and says, have that yeah, be fucking done It's just like a Mr. Accessory, only it's a lady. Well, it is. Yeah. <clears throat> is... Are, is when you make it a meat farming accessory, are you going to have it give you 70% of the meat that you would have gotten? <laughs> yep. It makes 75 cents for every dollar that you make. <clears throat> Which means plus 75% meat drops. That's reasonable, right? <laughs> well, we, we would make it plus 50%, right? I mean, here you could you could deal with this a different way. You could have a Mrs. Store that appeared if you were, if your character was f marked as a female, and then just have it take Mrs. Accessories instead of Mr. Accessories. Mm, yeah, and we have a female version of everything we sell in the store that has a bow on it. Yeah, and we had this exact conversation <laughs> one week ago where I suggested the tampon of the month. <laughs> <clears throat> I'm just making it a fucking meat drop accessory, giving people a month to trade them back in if they want to, What's and then the... calling it fucking done. That might be, that might be a crazy month for the mall. What's the mall price of a Mrs. accessory? Dude, I don't know. Probably garbage or garbage point one. Tosh Tosh point oh. <laughs> Wait, that's not the mall. Where's the mall? Oh no, I can't go to the mall. So, Mr. Accessories are, you know, 12 and change. Uh, Mr. Accessory Juniors are under 10, and there is a Ms. Accessory in the mall for 7. Yeah, well. But there's only, like, 6 of them or 8 of them or something, so that's, yep. that's not a big deal. Yep. Yep, yep. Um, I, I mean, I'm, I think that'll would... probably hurt donations. Why... It, the thing is, it doesn't make any sense for it to exist. The Miz accessory is a joke. Doesn't make any sense for it to exist, right? If I had made it and then had it do something else, but I didn't because I was afraid it would be interpreted as a fucking political statement, and we already changed it from Mrs. Accessory to Miz Accessory because people were pissed off <laughs> about that, and I like, I just don't fucking care anymore. I don't care anymore. It, it is it is it is nuts to be selling something that isn't any different than the currency that you use to buy it. So, well, here's a question: Is it how is it going to compete with other items that exist? Right, like Mr. Well, Accessory Junior is <clears throat> among the best. Like, it is basically tied for best as, of, like, item drops as an accessory. Right. So um, I think I would probably do the same thing with Ms. So, but accessory. The, the problem is that the meat drop version of that is an ultra rare. I mean, the item drop version is an ultra rare, too, right? I mean, no. I thought it was a hypno disc. Uh, 
Huh, if it is... Hypno sure. Hypnodisc, Hypnodisc is isn't an accessory. Yeah, it is. Oh, no, it was. It's, it's an, an offhand off now. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So it's in terms of in terms of accessories, the meat gym is, is an accessory, the Hypnodisc. Isn't the Hypnodisc items? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, oh, okay. but it's not an accessory, right? So, like, it's... I, mis- you're only, I, you're only I misunderstood what the question was. You're only competing against other accessories. So... You know, yeah. what I will probably do is nothing okay. except get mad again a year from now and say this exact same thing again. All right, <laughs> Mr. Crack, wait, no, no, no. Furtawound says, about the new skill revamp, as somebody who likes to collect skills, will the new skills replace the old ones? If I have permed the old level three skill, then will I get the new level three skill permed as well? Or will they just be replaced at the trainer and I will still have the old skills permed in my character's memory, like how Seal Clubber skill lunch smack was treated, leaving me with lots of new skills to perm? Well... In my write-up of the Seal Clubber revamp, I didn't actually get rid of or really fundamentally change any skills. That might be less true of other you skill revamps, but... Changed some skills. I You got rid of some stuff, didn't you? Like, I didn't like get rid of... I didn't get rid of any. I thought you did. I thought, I thought you, like... You collapsed the claws into a single thing. You collapsed the tongue. Well, sure, thing. yeah. I mean, so, but the, I guess that's true. The, so there were two skills that changed into something else. But in the spec, it was like, this becomes this new thing. Okay. That is just like a different passive. Okay. Or or, or something. I don't, you know, I don't fucking know. <laughs> but I'm not going to take any existing skill IDs and make them a thing that you can't buy anymore because I don't want to create all the bitching that that would create. Uh, All right. You ready for Mr. Crack's 100 questions? One, what was the last book you read? Uh, uh, Part of uh, The Art of Game Design by Jesse Schell. Uh, If you want non-comic books, it was uh, most of the novel of Battle Royale. I'm halfway through Telegraph Avenue. The last book I finished was Cloud Atlas. Two, can you do a cartwheel? Sort of. No. No. Three, what did you have for breakfast today? A piece of toast with a slice of provolone cheese and a fried egg on it. Not a ramekin of nuts? No. Oh, my gosh. I ate breakfast at home today. I only <laughs> I only break my fast with four Triscuits and a ramekin of nuts when I'm here at the office, and then only when you're awake. <laughs> oh, that's, that's nice. Stuff. Uh, I had two Triscuits uh, and a small bowl of blackberries. <laughs> I had a shower. Number four, what is the last thing you watched on TV? Uh, the fifth episode of the 1980s Bill Bixby-directed television show Wizards and Warriors entitled Skies of Death. Huh. Like actual TV? I don't even know. That was the last thing I watched on a TV. Yeah. I haven't watched TV since the 80s. <laughs> Hot stuff. Um, I'm thinking that the last thing that I saw on, t- on, on TV was probably something at a bar, and it was a commercial that I don't remember what the commercial was for, but it had a part of it that was like, if you want more information about this, hold up your phone and Shazam it. And I was like, oh my God, that is crazy. What kind of world do we live in? Five, without looking, guess what time it is right now in Sydney, Australia. Uh, 5.30 a.m. What time is it here? 5.30 p.m. Oh, yeah. uh, I'm going to say... Counterclockwise, 5.30 a.m. Yeah. yeah, okay, I sure. Was, I was also going to say like 5.30 uh, six, what are the ambient noises that you can hear right now? Uh, room noise coming through hot stuff, yeah, Skype, static. and um, I don't know, my own fidgeting. The house settled really loud a minute ago. Uh, seven, what was the weather like when you last stepped outside? Warm. Yeah, ugh. Raining like a motherfucker. 
Eight, did you dream last night? I did, but I don't remember. Yeah. I was at, I think I had a dream that I was in my, I was, okay, no, I suddenly do remember the dream that I had last night. I was in my grandmother's house and there was a zombie apocalypse going on or some sort of apocalypse outside and we were gathering supplies to go travel, but the house had been ransacked. But then my mom was like, oh, well, there's the secret room. And I was like, oh, yeah, there is the secret room. And I went and I opened up the secret room that was in between two of the rooms in the hallway in my grandma's house. And it was filled with not particularly useful supplies. <laughs> and then we went to this giant mansion that Notch owned. And I was talking to Notch about how he didn't like his wife. <laughs> so that was my dream last night. Yeah, I know I dreamed something, but I don't remember any details. I, I seem to remember having some sort of dream where Melissa was mean to me, but I don't remember details about it. I think that was real life, buddy. <laughs> the dream was coming from inside the house. Uh, nine, do you remember your dreams? Sometimes. Ten, when did you last laugh? Wait, you guys, don't. You said yes. You think you dreamed. Yes, yeah, right. Yeah. Uh, ten, when did you last laugh? A couple minutes ago. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, 11, do you remember why slash at what? As probably me saying the adventures of Shaint Fartright. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 12, what is on the walls of the room you are in? Uh, <laughs> a bunch of randomly tacked up blankets, <laughs> towels, and carpet remnants. Yeah, yeah you, guys, you guys have a much better... I've got like some calendars and uh, video games, hot dog number 77 segments. We have a uh, Big Lebowski abide poster, except a blanket is covering it up, so it just says bide. Yeah, which is, that's just a, I'm a fan of Joe Biden. Oh, okay. I call him the Biden. <laughs> uh, there's also a piece of foam core thumbtack to the wall that, with the word art written on it and a frame drawn on it, but it's hung askew. And also a map of Lost Dutchman State Park. Uh, that, there are remnants of when this was Nightmare's Room. Yeah. 13, what was the last museum that you went to? Probably Kosai in Columbus, where we did the adventure. Hmm. I went to, uh, I actually went to uh, Phoenix Art Museum last night. Huh. Yeah. That's the weird. Children's Museum in Indianapolis. Uh, 14, what is the last film you saw when you were at the cinema? Oh. The Hobbit. Uh, that might have been the last one for me, too. Might have been the last one for me. I think there is something after that. Yeah, pass. 15, what is your favorite food? I like pizza a lot. I like Indian food. Yeah, I also like Indian food. I don't know that it's my favorite. Well, that's because you've become a vegetarian. No. I haven't really become a vegetarian. Indian food, oh, or that uh, Thai soup that... Oh, Tom Tom Kha Gai. Tom Kha Gai, yeah. Tom Kha Gai is pretty fucking good. Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't love, know that. I, I don't know Thai that. Food, actually, that's that's a that's another. Hmm. I think so. my favorite food would have to be something that I could imagine only eating that. Hmm. Um, sandwiches, <laughs> burritos. <laughs> I guess in that case, if we're going that way, yeah, I yeah. Mean, you can put anything in a burrito. I'll so. pass. I'll pass. But I mean, a specific, I would have. I would have either an Anna's taqueria or like a mission. A mission an el, an el Matate al pastor super burrito. Yeah, you like get it with cow. no you get it with no sour cream though. Is that because you are trying to watch your girlish figure or because you don't like sour cream? Uh, I'm not a big fan of sour cream. I would rather fill so the, the remaining space with just an entire cup full of uh, hot of sauce. hot sauce. Yeah. <laughs> it's, I think you're a communist. Only communists don't like sour cream. No, wait, even communists like sour cream in their stroganoff. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. 
16, what is your favorite drink? I am going to say just plain carbonated water. Huh. Wow. I guess if, if we're going by what have I consumed the most of in the past couple of years, that would be true. <laughs> but I mean, that's always what I'm thirsty for. Hmm. I mean, technically, the only thing you're ever thirsty for is water, but... Really? Yeah, I mean, that you, when you get thirsty, it is because your body needs water. I so really like shit. I really like grape soda, but I can never find any diet grape soda. I like Mountain Dew. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Seventeen. What is your favorite beer? I think that I am going to have to say, at this point, my favorite beer is Four Peaks Hopknot. Mm. Wow, that was not <laughs> you what seem I really surprised. I am really surprised. That was not what I thought you were going to say at all. What do you think I was going to say? I had no idea. Stone was... Stone Levitation is pretty good, but I don't. I'm not in the habit of buying it, and so I don't really think about it. I'm not a beer drinker. I like like a cider. If it has to be beer, I would probably just drink Pabst because it's inoffensive. I like Saison de Buff is just good and unlike anything else, which is compelling. Um, but I, I also like. Yeah, I that's a that's really hard. For me, I don't. I don't have a favorite. Depends Eight, on my mood. Eighteen. What is your favorite place in the world? When I read that question, the thing that popped into my mind was Switzerland. Yeah, hmm. that's mine. Definitely mine. I would say London. I really uh, enjoy London. Nineteen, though. If you could live anywhere in the world, where would you want to live? San Francisco. Uh, yeah, probably San Francisco <clears> or London. <throat> I, well, I, I've never really been to San Francisco, so I have to assume London until such of the time as I've <laughs> properly experienced. I would San rather Francisco. live in Oxford than London, and I think you would. Okay, too. okay. I think you would rather so. live in Oxford than London, a part of Oxford where you could walk to stuff. Yeah, yeah, that's true. It's, Oxford is much, much smaller than London, though. I, I like if you like having all the crazy things that a city has to offer. I think you might. I mean, I like I like the underground. I like being able to 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 have a very large city with a lot of interesting stuff in it, and you can get to any of it. But I feel like if I wanted to, from Oxford, take the bus down to London for a day, that's perfectly feasible. Yep, it's cheap. And there's internet on it. Yeah, that's cool. Uh, 20, if you could become, if you became a multimillionaire overnight, what would you do with the money? Um, I'd, I'd go back to bed and worry about it in the morning. I would buy <laughs> a book of matches and burn down every house that I own. <laughs> pay please, off the mortgages. Please give me some warning and then buy before that happens. a single house to live in. <laughs> I don't know that I would do anything different. Yeah, I would not. I don't think that I would change anything if I suddenly had an arbitrary amount of money, except that I would pay off. I would just pay off all of my debt. And I'd be less stressed out by that. Yeah. 21, if you could change one thing about the world, regardless of guilt or politics, what would you do? I would probably eliminate violence in all of its harmful forms. Huh. I would eliminate violins. <laughs> okay. In all of their harmonic And forms. then be beaten to death by unemployed symphony musicians. <laughs> 22. Do you like... Oh, sorry. Uh, hot stuff. What would what you would change? I change about the yeah. world? Yeah, I mean, I think that's a that's a compelling... You have a very compelling uh, suggestion there. I I don't know. I mean, maybe it wouldn't be okay, though, to just force that on the world, so... Yeah. Uh, making mortality opt-in. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, that's... Hmm. Uh, 22. Do you like to dance? I like 
almost nothing less than I like to dance. <laughs> wow. wow. I like to I dance. I like to dance yeah. on occasion. I'll, yeah. I'll get down to some electronical tunes. 23, would you ever consider living abroad that is not in the USA? Yes, I would consider living sure. in Oxford or Switzerland. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah I mean, I'm, I would be much more comfortable, I think, in an English-speaking country just because I don't speak any other languages fluently. Uh, 24, does your name make any interesting anagrams? Well, I'm glad you asked. Uh, it depends <laughs> on which inflected form of my name you're, you're talking about, but uh, the shortest one... Past tense. Anagrams to <laughs> Oz Snack John, Ooh. which is a toilet on a munchkin construction site in which they keep a variety of tasty snacks. <laughs> okay. Uh, longer version, uh, anagrams to horny, aching jaws zone. Um, yeah. I've never actually looked. Yeah, I've, uh, I don't know. I once wrote a document uh, that was jokes, the punchlines of which were anagrams of my name. I see. So I had a lot of, a lot of time to think about that. 25, who made the last incoming call on your phone? Uh, the city of Mesa uh, telling me that if I did not bring the lawn of one of my houses into compliance by Thursday, that I would be fined a bunch <laughs> which, of money. Which house is that? Uh, the Santa Barbara house. Really? Yeah, apparently. That's annoying. Yep. They're, they're super obnoxious. What about you guys? Uh, I'm probably my mom. Uh, Zach. Oh, right. Yeah. My parents are coming to visit on the first. Wait, did I? When did Actually. I call you? Uh, yesterday. Did I? Apparently. Huh. Or I called you. I guess I, it doesn't differentiate between incoming and outcoming. Yeah, it does. Out. There's a little icon next to it. Ah, uh, God. So now you're going to make me look or again. Or either that or they're color-coded. They're red if you missed them, I think. They're red if you missed them, yeah. yeah. Um... Uh. 26, what is the last thing you downloaded onto your computer? Uh, I downloaded a, a copy of Starseed Pilgrim onto my office computer hmm. so that I could get angry. <laughs> <laughs> I downloaded some files of the new the new version of the Kingdom of Loathing comic book so that I could prepare electronical distribution copies. Uh, an image that I have to animate for the game. 27, last time you swam in a pool... Probably wow. two summer the summer before last. Yeah, probably this. Yeah, maybe it would have been your pool. Yeah. So twenty eight. I think I swam in it once last year. I think I think we we have had that pool and I swam in it once last year. Yeah, I I'm pretty sure that given the amount of money that you and I have collectively spent on maintenance of that pool, we would have been better off renting time at the YMCA pool at $1,000 an hour. I'm not, I'm not kidding. I honestly think that I have probably spent at least $1,000 on that pool for every hour I've spent in it. I, it, might, it hasn't been quite that bad for me, but it's, it's in the hundreds of dollars per hour. Probably. I am going to fill the fucking pool with sand and then just build a tennis court over it. And then oh, never play okay. tennis, but spend a shitload of money maintaining the tennis court. <laughs> um, 28, type of music you like most? Uh, anything with a female lead vocalist? Uh, I like anything electronical. Um, jungle, drum and bass. So that you can dance to it? Yeah, basically. <clears throat> I like, uh, I think, probably folk or folk rock. 
29, type of music you dislike most? <laughs> folk or folk rock? <laughs> hip-hop. No, I, don't, I don't know. Uh, I mean, there's some good hip-hop. I don't like R&B or country. Or, I, I don't like something that's like slow and twangy. Oh, come on. There's a lot I of would good say slow twangy like, things. Well, use that generally easy, speaking. Easy listening. Yeah, okay. That's what I'd... Like, I, I, I think there has been something redeeming in pretty much every other genre that I've listened to, but like just really genericized music. You don't like Girl from Impanima? I don't know that that would consider that easy listening, right? Like that's It's like the standard elevator music. They would certainly play it on an easy listening station. Yeah. 30, are you listening to music right now? What what do you think? You does it does it seem like we would be listening to music while we were doing a goddamn audio show? Uh, 31, what is your favorite color? Black. <laughs> Purple. Uh, m- uh, for mine, you have to Google search for true cyan and find that, that weird little visual trick thing that you have to do to see it. I, I'm guessing uh, it's blue I, for me, really. I don't... Is, it, is that the thing where you look at something and then look away or something? Yeah, there's a particular um, – there's a – what was it? It's like a, a thing that you have to, to look at, like a red circle that – looking at it for long enough burns out the red receptors in your eyes so that they don't leak into looking at a blue thing. Um, it doesn't burn them out. It just, well, it, it temporarily it paralyzes them. them. It yes, them tires them tired. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and and that, allows you, that allows you to see, like, further into the, the blue cyan spectrum than you would normally be able to. All right, 32, if you could change something about your home without worry about expense or mess, what would you do? Well, uh, burn it down. (laughs) (laughs) No, uh, bookshelves, one of which slides back to reveal a secret room, which has a ladder that leads to a clock tower. Yep. I I don't, uh, I generally feel like any wall that does not have a specific purpose, like I need somewhere to hang this particular piece of art, it should just be shelves. Okay. I thought you were going to say should just be gone. No. And I'm like, man, I don't want that because it like a lot of the walls, the particular purpose that they have in this particular home is so that I don't see your dick. <laughs> <laughs> like that is literally why they are there. Like I got a special kind of paint that's just ah. like to make extra sure. <laughs> what about you, Hot Stuff? Uh, I, I mean, I don't really have a place that I would consider like home, right? Because I'm like so... I'm just all over the place. Uh, okay, I like so can I use yours to fill the pool with sand? Secret passages. <laughs> See, I don't like secret passages because oh, a secret passage implies loops. an internal loop. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, probably the most immediate thing is I would I would eliminate the one opening in the house that creates an internal loop. So between the arcade and the workout room? Yes. You could See, just my house has an there. arcade and a workout room, so it's, the whole That's right, you're already a, fucking silver whole, spoons, man. The whole house is a man cave, so there's really <laughs> almost nothing that could be changed about it. My house is what other men would change about their house. Uh, 33, what was the last thing you bought? A burrito bowl. Hmm. Mine's kind of interesting, actually. Um, I liked, uh, I finished Bioshock Infinite on Monday or Tuesday, and liked it so much that I wanted to buy a souvenir. So I went on eBay and bought 
I wanted to buy a 1912 silver dollar because that's the year that the game is set in, but it turns out there weren't any silver dollars minted in 1912, so I got an 1892 instead because that's the year that Elizabeth is born. Okay. How much did that cost? It was about $45, including shipping. Okay. I uh, a plane ticket from Chicago to Phoenix. Sweet. 34, have you ever ridden on a motorbike? Yeah, a lot. <laughs> uh, maybe once. Not, not very not much. Me. I had a dirt bike when I was a kid, and I probably rode on the back of Dad's motorcycle 15,000 miles on various trips. I never even learned to ride a bicycle. Huh. Uh, 35, would you go bungee jumping or skydiving? Fuck no. I might. I, I would, would probably go skydiving. Yeah, I would need I would need a couple of drinks in me. Bungee jumping, I don't like the idea of the potential shock. Yeah, yeah skydiving, I could see that. I'd be, I'd be into it. You know, what's weird is that bu- the shock from bungee jumping is probably less significant than the shock from taking a fall while lead climbing. Hmm. And you do that all you the time. I think... Yeah. I don't know. People talk about broken limbs and stuff from bungee jumping. Yeah, maybe. It seems. I guess that if it's tied to your ankle, that's all fucking Yeah, head. that's the thing. Your right? head like, just flies it. off. <laughs> yeah, I would bungee. I would be a lot more likely to bungee jump if the rope was connected to like a harness around mm-hmm. my chest rather than. Yeah. They must not do that for a reason, right? It must be. There must it be something about your ribs. That would. Yeah, that would be bad. <laughs> Uh, 36, have you ever gone downhill on skis or snowboard? Yes, uh, both. I have not, but I would like to. I have a lot of dreams in which I am, like, like hovering close to the ground or sliding across the surface or roller skating. I, I, so I feel like those are really enjoyable. So I, I would probably enjoy skiing or snowboarding. I think you would enjoy skiing. Snowboarding requires a level of, of coordination that I Broken was never wrists. able to. Yeah. <laughs> Hot stuff doesn't go, doesn't go snowboarding anymore. No. Yeah. 37, do you have a garden? If you mean in the lawn sense as a Brit, uh, then yes. Although Mr. Crack is German, so I don't know what the fuck they... Uh, they just mean a beer garden. <laughs> so yes, I do have a table outside at which I sit and drink beer sometimes. <laughs> you guys... Uh, I don't no. have I don't have a place to have a garden, no. so no. Uh, you have that weird, gross filth alley. <laughs> filth garden behind your house. Sure. Um, sure. I think filth garden is the German word for alley. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I associate is- that. Uh, I associate the filth alley behind your house with the video game Tenenes. Uh, because the last time I was out there smoking a cigar, I was listening to Idle Thumbs, and they were talking about Tenenenez. Huh. <laughs> the only time I was out there. <laughs> 38, um, do you really know all the words to your national anthem? Yeah. Uh, at least the first verse or so. I don't remember. I, I don't think I could recite it from memory, but I can sing along. 39, what is the first thing you think of when you wake up in the morning? Probably my cat. Generally, because it's the first thing that is in my face. Hmm. I don't know if I have any particular first thing. I don't know that it's the same each day. Yeah. Sometimes it's my phone because I'm, or my my earphones because I realize that they're stabbing me in the face. <laughs> oh, that sucks. Yeah. Uh, let's see. 
What is, no, if you could eat lunch with one famous person, who would it be? Like a, a, a living famous person? Um, hmm. Hmm. Paul Rudd. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. Yeah, I, Zach Braff, right? Oh, because there you go. Yeah, that's good. He'd be he'd probably good. be a lot of fun to hang out with, right? And there is a chance that you would actually get along. Like, you'd say, like, yeah. Obama, but that would just be awkward, right? <laughs> like, I feel like you and I could sit and have a beer with Zach Braff and have, a like, a genuine conversation with him that wouldn't be, like... Joseph Gordon-Levitt would probably yeah. be... Yeah, that's a pretty yeah. Good, cool... I'll go with that one. It's even like George Clooney, too statesman-like, too intimidating. <laughs> uh, maybe. I've heard I, he's like, a really fun guy, Johnny actually. Depp would be too fucking weird. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> maybe like Patrick Stewart. Oh, yeah. That'd be pretty good. He's he's apparently really great. He's all into comic books and stuff, too. Uh, 41, who sent the last text message you received? Uh, hot stuff. Uh, Jenny. And, yeah, that chick. Uh, 42, what is the answer to life, the universe, and everything? I see what you did there. 43, what time is bedtime? Lately, I've been going to bed at like 10.30. Wow. I know. I I started to go to bed around 10.30 last night, but for me, going to bed also includes like watching YouTube videos for three hours. Yeah. Uh, I went to bed at 3 a.m. last night and then again at 8 (laughs) a.m. 44, do you generally want to have children? I do. No, not at all. Nope. Yeah. 45, how many tattoos do you have? Zero? One. Zero. 46, if you have any, have you ever thought of getting one? Yeah. I have considered getting, uh, for for years, I have considered getting the Sword and Martini guy as like a Popeye tattoo. Hmm. Like an actual picture of Popeye with a Sword and Martini guy (laughs) tattoo (laughs) on my Popeye. (laughs) (laughs) That would hurt. (laughs) But no, I feel like I keep thinking, oh, I should get a tattoo, but then I keep not doing it. And the reason for that is probably that I don't actually want a tattoo. Hmm. I keep meaning to get mine like retouched because it's getting kind of blurry. It's been a while, but I don't know. I may or may not ever get around to it. 47, what did you do for your last birthday? I don't remember. Yeah. I must have. For the last few years, I feel like we've just gone to Stone Brewery for mm. my birthday. I don't really celebrate my birthday. But I wasn't in San Diego for my birthday last year. Yeah, I don't remember. <clears throat> I probably just got drunk. Same thing I do every night. <laughs> what about you, Kim? I can't even remember where I was. Oh, it was pretty recent, huh? You, got, you downloaded a new iPhone game. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. So I think I was in Chicago. Yeah, I think I was in Chicago, and I think we went to Violet Hour, maybe. Good. Which was nice. 48, do you carry a donor card? No, uh, I because I stopped carrying a wallet, mm. so I don't carry my organ donor card anymore. Is That's, it not on your license? Yeah, I think I think it's just part of the... Oh, I don't have my wallet on me right now. It is Isn't not... Isn't it just part of the license? I don't think yeah. it is. I think I signed up for the organ donor thing after the last time I got a driver's license. Huh. Okay, because uh, the back of my driver's license has a donor sticker on it. Mm. Mm. Yeah, this was just another... This was a card that they send you. Um, who so was I the... Guess, yes. 49, who was the last person you ate dinner with? Uh, Emily. Uh, Jenny. Melissa. Okay. Yeah, well. uh, you know what, guys? This is really long. Are, are the qu- are the questions half full or half empty? <laughs> yeah, half over. Um, we can just pick up there uh, yeah, next week. Yeah, put a mark and we can. Yep. Um, man, I don't even know what I'm gonna do. I guess I will have to like uh, do another thread 
for Monday and then keep this one for Thursday? Got here. I'm, do, do you think people give different questions if they assume that you and Scully are going to answer them versus so, if we're going to answer them? Some people do and some people don't. So Okay. It depends. I think anything that happened, a lot of what happened afterwards is suddenly directed at Thursday shows. You know what we should have is some sort of like a radio bugbear or something that people can send questions to. <laughs> the forums work so much better because we don't get repeats because people yeah. can see what other people have asked. It allows right. for longer form questions and stuff. Um, it sucks that it's limited to just people who are willing to go through the horse shit required to sign up for the forums or who signed up for it before all the horse shit. True. F spam bots in the butt. If there was, you know, it's times like this that I kind of wish that Facebook would just take over the entire fucking internet so that, or that somebody would, that somebody would take over the internet and there would just be internet. Like a hostile takeover? There would be <laughs> internet dollars, right? That Bitcoin. That, that you could just click a button on a website to spend a dollar, right? Without having to like go through some intermediary, mm. without having to like put in a credit card number and for that dollar to actually mostly go to who it was. Because if we could charge... 50 cents for a forum account. If there was a practical way for us to charge 50 cents for a forum account, I feel like almost everybody who wants to sign up for the forums would pay that and it would keep the fucking bots out. Yeah. Well, but we just can't. Sure. I mean, it would be problematic if, if we wanted to have kids in the forums that didn't have credit cards and stuff. <clears throat> right now. Yeah, but I'm saying there'd be some, there would be like a kid would also have an internet identity with some money associated with it that they could right. spend their allowance, right? I mean, a right. kid can have 50 cents, right? If if somebody was proposing the idea of cash, you wouldn't think, no, that wouldn't work for kids. Because, like, <laughs> yes, it fucking would. Sure, sure. You know, I know nobody wants an internet where you're identified by who you are, and nobody wants an internet where, like, oh, man, you mean somebody can just get my email address? That's unacceptable. Well, guess what? Somebody could just fucking come to your house. <laughs> like... <laughs> internet internet guys internet internet we love internet. it Woo! all right uh we're gonna go eat some uh past pasties sure pasties i like a pasty uh, hot stuff don't you miss pasties i do i still have not yet figured out what my favorite pasty is mm, i have figured out what your favorite pasty is <laughs> <laughs> it's the swampy butt <laughs> Wow. Yeah. Gee, that doesn't sound like one I'd like. It's, uh, you know, it's English. It's English slang for, uh, I don't know, delicious mutton and eyes. <laughs> <laughs> Lamb eyes. Mm. Okay. Uh, well, we'll, uh, we'll take a little bit of a break. Stay tuned for Video Games Hot Dog if you are one of the four people listening live. Otherwise, uh, wait a couple days for me to finish uploading Video Games Hot Dog <laughs> and annotating it and then download it and listen to it and smile. Yay. We'll see you next time. Yeah. Bye. Have a great week, everybody.